0: Welcome to the Outrageous Living Experience with Joseph Foster. We hope that you have an encounter with God through inspired teaching and practical strategies that will help you live a life of purpose. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Joseph Foster and would like to enjoy more resources, daily devotionals, or join our mailing list, we invite you to visit our website at outrageousliving.org. If God is using this ministry to empower your life, you can continue to help us spread the gospel by investing into this ministry today. Thank you for your support. Ladies, join Prophet Joseph Foster for two days of empowerment at Outrageous Ladies 2018, February 9th and 10th in Atlanta, Georgia. Featuring Pastor Marcus Gill.
1: There's a consequence to what you speak. So if you're always speaking, I'm in trouble. I'm down. I'm poor. I'm sad. I'm miserable. I'll never be nothing. I'm weak. The consequence of your words will be just what you speak.
0: Sophia be He is setting
1: you up for a dramatic turnaround, a miracle, a suddenly, a supernatural. He wants to make the dramatic turnaround so big in your life, nobody can even believe
0: it. Reina Davis.
1: You have the capacity to not only walk into your purpose, but to to help somebody else recover and to see life from a different perspective. That's inside of you. Brittany
0: Morton and many more. Visit OutrageousLadies.com for details.
1: Well, praise the Lord. I want to welcome you name by name, person by person to this dynamic, outrageous living experience. I believe something powerful is about to break in the atmosphere. I believe something good is happening. Glory to God, something great is happening. God is doing something. Hallelujah. God is moving by his spirit throughout the land. And the songwriter said, signs and wonders are with him moving. And I'm telling you, He as he's moving, I'm saying, move, oh Lord, in me. Hallelujah. While you're moving, move with me. Let me move with you. Hallelujah. Don't let me move against you. Let me flow with your current, Jesus. And uh, I'm I'm excited about it. There are some of you under the sound of my voice. You're believing God for something like me. And I believe God's going to do something. It's it's a powerful time to receive a word from God. And So I want to welcome you to this powerful experience tonight. Something supernatural, something great is about to happen something incredible, something extraordinary. And I hear the word of the Lord tonight. He says, tell my people, prepare for the extraordinary. Hallelujah.
0: Prepare for the extraordinary.
1: Prepare for something major. Prepare for something great, prepare. For God to do something in your atmosphere. Why? Because his presence is in the place. He's He's here. Hallelujah. His presence is here. And where God's presence is, there's increase. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Where God's presence is. There's increase where the presence of the Lord dwells, wherever his presence is, there is increase. There is overflow. Hallelujah. There is more than enough. And some of you tonight, under the sound of my voice, I'm just decreeing right now. You're about to see increase. You're about to see overflow. Hmm. You're about to see more than enough. Hallelujah. Why? Because something outrageous Is about to happen for you. Hallelujah. I'm going to say it again. You're about to see increase. You are about to see overflow. You are about to experience more than enough. Hallelujah. God is moving you from the land of just enough. From the land of not enough, and and you, he's giving you residence in the land of more than enough. And I'm excited about it. I don't know about you, but I am excited about what God's getting ready to do. I'm getting ready to see. Hallelujah. The eyes of my understanding are being enlightened, and I'm getting ready to see what God has for me. Why? Because what God has for me is for me. It's my, It belongs to me. It belongs to me. I'm believing that wealth and riches are going to be in my house forever. And if you believe it, you might as well give God a praise. Wealth and riches are going to be in your house forever. And I want to take a moment again to welcome you name by name and person by person to this powerful, outrageous living experience. I want you to invite somebody. Get on the phone. How do you text somebody? Tell them prophet is live with a word from God that's going to completely change our lives forever. And I, I really believe it. I really believe that this word, It's going to change your life. It's going to change the trajectory of your world. No longer will you be left out in the cold, but God is releasing a word to us that's going to completely shift us from where we are to where we ought to be. Something powerful, something great. Hallelujah. is getting ready to happen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to teach, I'm going to start a new series tonight on how to find your wealthy place. I'm telling you, there's a place that God wants us to be before this new year comes in. I want you to know that, that there is a place that God wants us to be before this year closes and we enter into a new year. And I'm trying to take you on a journey to make sure that the next year, hallelujah, not only this year, but the next year is going to be your best year and beyond. Your, your, your worst years are over. Can you declare that right now? My worst years are over. My my God, the year of the bad is over. The year of sorrow is over. Your years of tears are over. You have sown those years of tears and now it's time to reap God's harvest in your life. And it's it's been a God-given privilege for me Been a God-given privilege for me, as well as my responsibility this year, really. And the Lord is making making it clearer and clearer and clearer that He's given me the the responsibility to to make sure the body of Christ understands what it means to prosper. My God, He's given me the responsibility to make sure that you know you don't have to be broke another day in your life. And I just. Decree it. I declare it. Hallelujah. And you got to decree it. You got to declare it. I'll never be broke. I've decreed it over my life. I've decreed it over my family. I've decreed it over my children that wealth and riches would be in my house forever. Not just in my house, but in my family. My family is going to be blessed. My children are going to be blessed. Hallelujah. Everything and everybody connected to me will be blessed. Why? Forever. Because I'm blessed. And there's a place. There is a place in God that that really shifts us from hallelujah worrying about financial troubles and i I talk about that I talk about that the revelation concerning the wealthy place is 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 is, is, is probably one of the strongest revelations in prosperity that anybody can know. This is one of the strongest revelations. So you want to get pen, paper, take some copious notes, because I'm going to share this word with you tonight, and it's going to transform your life forever. It's going to transform your life forever. Step by step, I believe the Lord is going to show us his plan for financial prosperity. God doesn't just want you to prosper. He also wants you to prosper financially. Come on here. Hallelujah. He's going to give us the clear vision. I want you to keep this revelation clear. Keep your mind open as God reveals to us his strategy. The most valuable truth you can learn about our Heavenly Father, watch this, is that he is a good God. He is Jehovah the good. And we talked about that just a few weeks ago, last week, Jehovah the good. He is good. He is a good, loving father who has made every provision for you to have everything you need pertaining to life and godliness. According to 2 Peter chapter 1 and 3, he's done everything he can to make sure you have everything you need and you're not living in a place of black. The foundation of knowing and understanding that God is
0: good, <coughs> must,
1: I mean, that God is good and that he's a good God and he's a good father must be laid before a person can enter into what I, we call the Ephesians 3.20 abundance. You got to know that God is a good God and a good father before you get into that now unto him that's able to do immeasurably more. The more that we can ask or think abundance. you got to have a clear understanding that he's good before you can really access The totality of his abundance that he wants to give you. And and, and in the wealthy place, in your wealthy place, because every believer has a wealthy place in God, there is not only abundant financial prosperity, but a full, rich, watch this, a full, rich walk with God beside you. It's, It's not just... Hallelujah, you receiving increase, but there is a fullness of the riches of Christ. <laughs> Come on here, prophet. There is a full, rich walk with God, hallelujah, that you can get into, where God has blessed us, watch this, to make us a blessing. See, he's not just blessing you so that you can have the blessing. He blesses you and brings you into this wealthy place so that you can be a blessing. Come on. He's not just blessing you for your own benefit. And I've been teaching that, that God is trying to cancel out your need. Why? So that you can take care of his needs in the earth realm. You can be a agent of change in the earth. You can you can handle what he's concerned about. You can you can give to the poor. That's why the Bible says if you what? Give to the poor, you're lending to the Lord. You can lend to the Lord. Why? Because you have been blessed enough You're living in a wealthy place. You're blessed enough to be a blessing. And how many of you tonight, you're saying, prophet, that's me. I want to be blessed to be a blessing. I'm tired of just getting me. I'm tired of just being me, myself, and I, my children, and my children's children. I want to bless nations. I don't know about you, but I want to bless nations. Hmm? I want to bless nations, but, but how many of us are satisfied with where we are in the arena of being a blessing to others? How many of us are satisfied just doing what we do? Hmm? But how many of us want to say, hey, I want more? No matter where you are today in the land of not enough, just enough, or the land of more than enough, God wants to do more, hallelujah, for you. No matter what your status is right now, You may be in the realm of not enough. You may be in the land of just enough, or you may be in the land of more than enough, but God still wants to do more for you. God wants to do more for you. Actually, the problem with most people in the area of finances is not the lack of money. It's the lack of understanding concerning all that God wants to do for them financially. You you don't have a money problem. You have a wisdom problem. You have an understanding problem of what God wants to do for you. Hallelujah. There is a place that you can go in God. I want you to hear this very clear. There is a place that you can go in God where you do not even think about money. Why? Because, Because you have so much of it. You you understand that you have so much of it available to you, you don't even consider it. You don't even worry about it. There's a place in God and every believer, hallelujah, not just a few should go there, need to be there. That is the place where God wants you. He wants you in a place where money is not a concern. Why? Because when money is not a concern, your easel, Holly, you freely give as you freely receive. You know, when money is not a concern, God is is bringing me there. And I believe God is taking you there to the place where money is not your concern. You're not concerned about money. You're not concerned, glory to God, about uh, uh, what's going to happen here or there. Your concern is for the kingdom of God. Come on here and when you when you're more concerned about the kingdom than you are your pocket god can move you from the rim of not enough from the rim of just enough from the rim of more than enough to the rim of overflow because he says i can trust you in a wealthy place it's a wealthy place and every believer has the ability has the authority and has the glory of god the um wherewithal to find their own wealthy place There is a place of wealth for you, and God has has brought us there. God is bringing us there. I said God is bringing us there. He wants the body of Christ to move up higher in their finances. Hallelujah. He wants to get the glory out of you when it comes to your finances. He doesn't just want you to be sitting in a place broke. I'm telling you, I talked this morning that, that, that the covenant of God says that we should prosper. It says he gives us the power to get wealth. Why? Because he promised to our ancestors. So he's got to fulfill a covenant, glory to God. And when you live in prosperity, you are fulfilling the covenant of God. You are fulfilling the covenant of God in the earth. And so God wants to bring you into a wealthy place. He wants to bring you into your very own wealthy place in him. Hmm. There is a place in him that he wants to bring you into where there is wealth, where, where you can create wealth, where you can establish wealth. And you're entering into that place is going to affect your finances in every area of your life for good. When you get into this place, it's going to affect your finances in every area of your life for good. God has brought us into a wealthy place. Hallelujah. He's bringing us into this wealthy place so we can show you, hallelujah, how to get there. God said in Deuteronomy 28 and 3, Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. See, it works. In the city and in the field. your The blessing has a location. Let me say that to you again so you don't get lost. Your blessing has a location. He says you're going to be blessed in the city and in the field. In other words, whether you are a doctor, a lawyer, hallelujah, school teacher, minister, go to God, or you have other vocation, whatever your vocation is, hallelujah, you are blessed. No matter what you do, no matter where you work, what I'm about to show you in the scriptures is going to help you grow financially. Hallelujah. Why? Because it is critical that you understand that God will not drive you into a a, a wealthy place. He will only lead you into a wealthy place. And a part of the challenge is this one, no matter what our career is, the wealthy place is available to us, but we've got to know that God does not get in the driver's seat and drive the car into, to the new location. Holly, he only leads you. He guides you. He gives you the direction. It's kind of like your GPS. Once you put in your destination, that GPS don't drive the car. And, and and if you pass your exit, it's not going to stop the car and say, "Hey, you're passing." It's not going to turn the wheel for you. That GPS is just going to reroute you to another, to the to another route to the destination. It may tell you to make a U-turn, it may tell you to go, whew, excuse me, in a totally different direction. But it's going to help navigate you. And so you got to understand that there that. That God will not drive you into a wealthy place. He will only lead you. God will not force you to prosper financially. So you have to learn how to find your wealthy place and then let God bring you there. Hallelujah. He's not going to force you to do anything he's he's given you the options to make things happen let's look at psalm chapter sixty six verse number twelve uh, it's a very powerful text very familiar text it says thou hast caused men to ride over our heads we went through fire watch this we went through water but thou brought us us into a wealthy place this 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 is a scripture you need to know we've been through the fire we've been through the water but God now has brought us to a wealthy place. Let's look at that first part there. Thou has caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire. We went through water. You know, all of us at some time or another have gone through hard times. We have gone through hard places. We have traveled through the fire. We have traveled through the water financially. Come on, somebody. Can I get an amen? We've been in some tight, some tight spots. Come on. We've been what, what they used to say, the old saints used to say, between a rock and a hard place. We found ourselves in, in the midst of a crisis, but the good news is, it is God's will that we come out of those places. It's not God's will for you to stay in a, a tight place. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't be in a tight place every month. oh can I hear you? I can hear you, church. You shouldn't be living in a tight place. You shouldn't be in a deficit every month. It's God's will for you to come out of that tight places. In other words, you don't have to stay there in those tight places financially. God has has given you a way out. Some people have lived there for years and hard Financial places, not only that, but generationally, they live there. Hallelujah. But God wants to bring you out of the mess that you're in financially. Hallelujah. I decree and declare right now that you, your children, your children's children, even to the third, fourth, and fifth generation will no longer be victim. You will no longer be prisoners, hallelujah, to hard financial crises. Many of you, you're saying, prophet, that's me. It's like my mama struggled, my uncle struggled, my grandmama struggled, my great-great-grandmama struggled, and you started cycles of generational struggles financially. But that spirit has to come off of you. You should not be in tight places every month. Huh? You should not be in tight places every month. Why? Because it said, the Bible says, you've caused men to ride over our heads. We've been through fire. We've been through waters. But you have brought us out and into. Watch this. Thou... Brought us out into, somebody say out into, out and into, hallelujah. The Lord never does anything halfway. In other words, his intention is never to bring someone out of something without bringing them, him or her into something. God never delivers you from something unless he's going to deliver you to something. Come on, come on. When you a lot of time we're talking about deliver we're talking about deliverance. A lot of us, we're, yeah, we we're, we are being delivered from something. But sometimes we're being God at the same time. When God is bringing you out, He is pushing you into something. He is birthing you into something. Hallelujah! He's not going to bring you out of something without bringing you into something better, huh? We saw that in, the, in in the case of the children of Israel. When God brought them out of Egypt's bondage, He brought them into the Promised Land. He didn't just leave them there in the wilderness. No, the whole journey behind the wilderness, they were trans, trans, they were transforming. They were transitioning into the wealthy place. He could have left them in Egypt in slavery, but he said, no, I've got something better. And God will bring you out of something worse so that he can give you something better. Going to God in Psalm 66 and 12, we see that God brought his people out of the fire. He brought his people out of the water and brought them into a wealthy place. Have you ever been through the fire and water concerning money? Money, hallelujah, uh, uh, um, uh, many of us have had problems with money all of our lives. You can wave at me. That's okay. You have had. You can say amen. You've had a problem. You've had issues and your problems, hallelujah, had, you didn't have anything. Glory to God. However, Psalm 66, 12 says that thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire. We went through water. But thou brought us out into a wealthy place. And I'm telling you right now. Hallelujah. If you've accepted things, hallelujah, that you ha- shouldn't have accepted, glory to God. God is bringing you clarity today to let you know that the wealthy place is available. Today is the day. Now is the time to come out. I believe that Psalm, that, that Psalm 113 is a very prophetic verse for us today, for the body of Christ in this hour concerning our finances. It says, thou shalt arise. Somebody say arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. Hmm? And I want you to know that the time for God to favor us has come. Glory to God. Thou shalt arise. They do not, hallelujah, they do me Good. This word, these words do me good with all of my heart. Why? Because I believe there is a set time for the church to rise up into an area of prosperity that we've never seen before. I believe that this is that time. This is the time that God wants you to prosper. I want you to say that right now. This is the set time that God has ordained for me to prosper. Now, don't misunderstand me. It has been, it has been, hallelujah, and will always be God's will for his people to prosper. It has always been his will for you to prosper. But more than ever before, I believe that now is the time that God wants to show off his children to the world. Now is the time that God wants to cause us to take territory for Christ. Holly, I believe that this is the moment that God has chosen us, Holly, to take territory. Places in the fi- in, in the financial industry by storm. We're gonna we're gonna rise up financially. We're gonna somebody say rise up. We're gonna rise up financially. We're gonna step up. We're gonna stand up. Why? Because verse thirteen says, "Thou shalt arise and have upon us Zion." Glory to God. Mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time has come. This is the time that God wants to favor Zion. Who is Zion? Zion, hallelujah, is the church. Glory to God. As a Christian, as a follower of the way, as a member of the church of Jesus Christ, you can confidently say the time for my favor has come and I'm opening up to God's favor. Why? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The time of your favor has come. And you've got to open up to God's favor. What he is going to bring you out of, he's going to bring you out into. What is he going to bring you out into? you got to sit down and make some decisions that God is bringing me out. Hallelujah. I've been where I am too long. God is bringing me out of this into a wealthy place. Uh, God is bringing me out of poverty into prosperity. God is bringing me out of lack uh, into abundance. Uh, God is bringing me out of uh, 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 discouragement into peace. Uh, God is bringing me out of frustration into a stress-free life. God is bringing me out of poverty into p- prosperity. What is God bringing you out into? He's bringing you out of the fire into a wealthy place. He's bringing you out of the projects into the mansion. Come on. God is bringing me out. And you've got to declare what God is bringing me out. This day is the set time of our favor with God, and he's going to arise and bring us into a wealthy place. Uh, He's going to arise and bring us into a new place. I want you to get in your consciousness that this money message is a right now message. Uh, God wants his people to experience financial breakthroughs right now. Somebody say, my financial breakthrough is right now. It's happening right now. It's not going to happen next week, uh, but I'm looking for it to happen right now. This is the time. This is the day on the earth before Jesus Christ comes back. Jesus is not coming back for a broke church. Uh, He's not coming back for a defeated church. Uh, He's not looking for a handout church. Uh, He's looking for a church... Uh, that is empowered to, to take the world by storm. You gotta get it in your mind that God wants uh, his people to experience financial breakthrough right now. Today, this very moment, uh, breakthrough is about to hit my house. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's already hitting my finances. Uh, it's hitting my bank account. Uh, I shall experience uh, a financial breakthrough in my life. That's right. You need to continually remind yourself that your life today is in the time zone of God's favor. You need to believe that now is your set time to receive not tomorrow. Not next month, not next year, but right now. Why? Because there is a right now blessing for this set time. Hallelujah. To enable God to bring you into a wealthy place, first, you will have to become personally, hallelujah, adequated with your covenant. You got to know the covenant. With the covenant that he has provided for you in Christ. You gotta know what the covenant says about you, and that covenant is a covenant of wealth. Hallelujah. I said this morning, Deuteronomy chapter 8:18, 8, for thou the Lord He gives us the power to get wealth so that He can fulfill His covenant, His agreement with our fathers. Before you were born, God made an agreement with your fathers uh, that He would prosper you, that He would empower you, that He would bring you to a place of wealth. Uh, second, you've got to understand, hallelujah. That you have to know that God deals with plans, purposes, designs, and object and objectives. Uh, I'm going to say it again. He deals with plans. Uh, purposes, designs, and objectives. Uh, God has a plan for you, hallelujah, as his child to be wealthy. It is the plan of God. Jeremiah 29, 11, glory to God says, I know the thoughts that I think concerning you. I know the plans uh, that I have for you, hallelujah, to bring you to what? And expect it in. God has a plan. His plan for you is to be wealthy and God has an objective for you to be wealthy. Hallelujah, God has designed you to be wealthy. Hallelujah, God has purposed you to be wealthy. Let me say that again. Hallelujah, God has a plan for you as his child to be wealthy. God has a purpose for you to be wealthy. God has a design for you to be wealthy. And God has an objective for you to be wealthy. There is a motive behind your wealth. If you don't understand that, you might think that the prosperity message is a selfish uh selfish uh grabbing what you want gospel. But the devil's a liar. The Father has plans, purposes, designs and objectives for his people to become wealthy. Come on here. There is a plan, there is a strategy behind your wealth. Kingdom business will be taken care of through God's people. Watch this, and the process of kingdom, I'm sorry, the process of God's people taking care of kingdom business, the kingdom will have to take care of them properly. What are you trying to say? That it is the objective, it is the plan of God that the kingdom handle its own business. Hallelujah. At the same time, because of your covenant relationship with Him as your Father, He wants to take care of you in a certain style. So not only does God's plans purpose, design, and objective is to have you take care of the kingdom business with your finances, but it's for you to take care of your own self. Come on. God don't want you running around here in a jalopy. He wants you to run around in a jaguar. Why? Because how can you represent the kingdom with the world's worst? I talked that this morning, hallelujah, that God, Jesus wore the best. He didn't wear the worst. He wore the best. Why? Because he was a representative of the kingdom of God. He represented his government. He didn't just step out here and stand out here on his own. He did it to represent the god of this world he did it to represent the god the creator of this world the god of the universe hallelujah so when you're representing him hallelujah you don't represent him looking any kind of way glory to god god did this very thing for ruth glory to god in 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 the old testament when ruth's husband died ruth has every right to return to home people Yet she stuck with her mother-in-law, hallelujah, Naomi, and went to a strange land with her. The next thing you know, Ruth meets up with a very wealthy, hallelujah, aristocratic man and eventually marries him. Why? One minute Ruth was broke. The next minute, she was living in a palace. Come on here, somebody. I'm going to say it again. One minute, Ruth was broke. The next minute, she was living in a palace. Can I tell you something? It just takes one moment. Hallelujah, your wealth is going to transfer in a moment. It's not going to take you a lifetime to build what God wants you to build. It's going to happen in a moment. Somebody say, Lord, give me my moment. Uh, give me a moment to obtain wealth hallelujah ruth was faithful she took care of kingdom business by sticking with her mother-in-law and when she could have chosen the comforts of her own home the the comforts of her own people of being surrounded by her own family and friends ruth sought the true and living god instead of the gods of her people And God blessed her tremendously as a result. When you know what God will do, hallelujah, what God's will is, and you're walking with him and developing a personal relationship with him, you are putting yourself in position for him to take care of you financially in the way that he wants to. You're enabling him to release his part of the covenant on your behalf. You are enabling him to release. So what happens is when you hold back, come on here. You're causing him, you're blocking him from releasing his part of the covenant. When you're not holding your end up, oh my God, come on here, prophet. Ruth positioned herself. She took care of God's business and taking care of God's business caused her to be blessed overnight. Y'all don't want to talk to me. Many Christians are uh uh well good well-meaning Christians desire to have an in-depth knowledge of God and his word and to wholeheartedly do his will but they are hindered in the area of prosperity they have been willing and obedient according to Isaiah 119 yet they have missed it concerning money why there are several reasons One main reason is many do not even know that there is a wealthy place in God. Do you know that where you are is not where God wants you to be? There's always more for you. Come on here. I don't care if you're living your dream life or your worst life. God has more for you. He has more that he wants to give you. Many Christians have no idea that there is a wealthy place in God, that he wants to bring them into it. When I say wealthy place, I'm talking about money. I'm not talking about happiness, because that's a part two. But tonight, we're talking about money. There are so many other aspects of wealth. For example, you could be rich in good health. You could be rich in the fruit of the Spirit, in love and joy and peace and so forth. But when I'm talking about the wealthy place of God During this series, I'm talking about your finances. Why? Because so many people are saying, prophet, what's going on with my money? What is the Lord's will for my money? And I see many of you, hallelujah, aren't missing it. Many people are missing it in this area of fruit of 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 fruitfulness in money. We don't miss it in the fruit of the spirit, but we miss it in money. We don't miss it in prophecy, but we miss it in money. We don't miss it in joy, but we miss it in money. We don't miss it in relationship, but we miss it in money. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter five, verse 17, Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Holly, what is the will of the Lord? Well, the will of the Lord includes financial prosperity. You can't just take a part of the Bible, watch this, and and, and receive it, but miss out on money. Stop letting people tell you that you don't need money. Why? Because you can't represent the kingdom successfully broke. I thought I'd get an amen right here. John chapter uh, uh, 3, John 2. Beloved, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Here you see John is talking to Gaius. Gaius was not an apostle. Gaius was not a bishop. Gaius was not a prophet. He was not a deacon. He was just a man in the church uh, that was generous. He was a generous man and he blessed him. Why? Because I wish you would prosper because of your generosity. Glory to got actually three types of prosperity talked about here. Hallelujah. He talks about prospering in health. He's talking about prospering in your finances, and he's talking about prospering in your soul or in your emotion. What is he saying? Spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah health, glory to God, finances, and soul. I want you to prosper in the totality of who you are. I want you to be completely complete. I don't want you to miss anything, but I want you to prosper. God says today, I want you to prosper. God's will for you is financial prosperity. Hallelujah, can I further prove that to you? Deuteronomy chapter 8 and 18, but thou shalt remember the Lord your God, for it is he that has given thee the power to give. Wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Go to God, Psalm 112, uh, verse 1 through 3, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delights greatly in his commandments. His seed, watch this, shall be mighty upon the earth, hallelujah. The generations of the upright shall be blessed. Uh, wealth and riches shall be in his house uh, and his righteousness and do it Forever. Glory to God. Can I say that again? Your seed is going to be mighty upon the earth. When you sow, he's not just talking about your children. He's talking about your sacrifice. That when you sow seed, hallelujah, when you sow seed, the generations of the upright are blessed. When you sow, you're not just sowing for you, but your seed supersedes your life. It goes beyond your life. It goes beyond your lifetime and you begin to establish a a legacy of wealth and riches. Psalm 84 and 11, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. You can't just walk upright physically and not walk upright financially. Psalm 23 and 1, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In the 23rd Psalm, David said, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointed my head with oil, my cup runneth over. What are you saying? That when God prepares a table, a part of the table he prepares is financial prosperity. You're supposed to live in a realm of overflow. Why? Because he is your shepherd and you shall not want. I believe that if God did that for David, he's going to do it for you. I think you can see from the word of God that God does not have a problem with you being wealthy. He doesn't have a problem with you prospering. In fact, wealth is what he desires for you. Somebody say, God desires that I be wealthy. He desires for you to be filthy rich. Uh, Why? Because he's got a plan. Hallelujah. He has a purpose. Uh, He has an agenda and an objective. Hallelujah for your wealth. Uh, Let's look at Deuteronomy again. Deuteronomy 28 and 7. God is describing a wealthy place to us. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land. Somebody say he bringing me into a good land, a land of brooks of water. How do you, there's no drought in the land he's bringing me, of fountains, come on, and of depths that spring out of valleys and hills. Uh, Deuteronomy 11 and 10, for the land, whether thou goest in to possess it, is not a land of Egypt. Glory to God. From whence you came out of. It's not, a. they worked hard in Egypt. I want you to see this. It's not the land of Egypt that you came out of. It's not the hardworking job. You're coming out of slavery. God says, I'm not pulling you back into a slave, in a, a land that you had to work hard. He says, "Which you come out, hallelujah, where thou sowest thy seed. Hallelujah, where thou, thou, th- th- mm. Thou waters it with thy foot as the garden of herbs. Look at the phrase in Deuteronomy 11 and 10. it with thy foot. That's talking about how difficult it was to water the seed that sown in the land of Egypt. Don't you know it's difficult for you to water your seed with faith when you're living in a hard place? It's very difficult. But I want you to know God is saying in this season, I'm going to put you in a good place. I'm going to put you in a good land, Holly, where your seed can flourish, where your seed can prosper, where your faith can supersede your seed. Uh, why? Because it's going to take faith for you to go to the next level. We have been watering our finances with our feet. Hallelujah. Counting on an on overtime or even working two jobs to make ends meet. Uh, Glory to God. We got to stop. But notice in Deuteronomy 8 and 7, for the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brook of water. You don't need to use your hard work. You don't have to work overtime to get the overflow. Why? Because God says, I'm going to give bring you into a land where there's already a flow. And I decree and declare, those of you working overtime, those of you who are stuck, uh, hallelujah, in old paradigms, uh, those of you who are stuck in old mindsets, uh, I decree that God is bringing you uh, into a land, hallelujah, that flows, uh, a land that flows with brooks of water and fountains and depths that spring out of the valley hills. Oh, the Father, hallelujah, so desires that his children really to hear and understand his word and take hold of it with tenacity and boldness and confidence. But as I mentioned before, to do that, you have to know that God wants you to, Hallelujah, he wants you wealthy for a reason. He's not trying to make you wealthy so you can flaunt your wealth in front of your relatives. There's a motive behind him increasing your wealth. He wants you to have money with a mission. Remember, he has a plan purpose, design, and objective for you to be wealthy. Another way to say it, you have an assignment for God to be wealthy. You have an assignment from God. Your assignment from God in this season is to be wealthy. I decree and declare that the assignment of God is going to unlock in your life. I decree and declare that you're going to access another realm of wealth. Why? Because you're going to understand the assignment that God calls you to finance the kingdom he calls you to underwrite kingdom endeavors he calls you to underwrite everything the kingdom needs if you're a partner with god he wants you to have wealth and it's not for hallelujah for covetous reasons but for uh covenant reasons it's not just about me and my foreign no more it's not just about how this lands cars coats diamonds louis gucci Catherine, Kate, y'all do not talking to me. No, it's about the assignment. And that assignment is to be a co-labor with God, Hallelujah. to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations. Uh, that's why you should never despise your seed. Because when you sow, you're saying, God, I'm coming into business with you. I'm co-laboring with you. And I'm expecting to see a harvest. Uh, not for me, but so I can continue to increase the family business. Uh, tell somebody, I'm in the family. Business. Uh, I'm, I'm looking to see more souls saved. Uh, I'm looking to see people delivered. Uh, I'm looking to see us take social media by form, by storm. I'm looking for to see the kingdom enlarge. Hallelujah. I'm not worried about Bill Gates. Uh, I'm not worried about Warren Buffett. Uh, I'm gonna be a kingdom investor. And because I invest in the kingdom, wealth and riches shall be in my house forever. I'm done. I gotta I gotta close here. Let's look at this again. Let's go back to where we started. Psalm 66 and 12. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire. We went through water. But thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Do you know what the revelation of the wealthy place can do for the church? My God, It can stop men in, the, in their tracks from riding over us. Some of you have been trampled underfoot. Actually, when someone rides over your head, he is really riding over Jesus because you represent Jesus. He is Christ in you, Colossians 1.27. And in the area of finances, it seems that many have been laughing at the church. Uh, they've been laughing at you. They will drive by some churches and, and, and just snicker. They don't laugh at, my, hallelujah, at, at me, but they laugh at you. Come on here. They're laughing. Laughing, your neighbors are laughing at you but I'm because t- you're believing God. But I'm telling you, God's about to prove the doubt is wrong in this season. Don't misunderstand me. There is a fine line between arrogance and confidence and boldness. Many think I'm arrogant, and that's true, but I'm not. Hallelujah. Why? I just know what the Heavenly Father has done for me. I know what he's doing in me, and I know what he's offering me. And the same thing that he's offering me, he's offering you. He's saying, tell them wealth and riches. Uh, shall be in their house. Uh, When you grab a hold to this revelation that you are partnering with God, you're not partnering with a man. You're not partnering with a man's mission, but God has a mission. He has an assignment for your money. And if you partner with him, you're gonna be blessed. I gotta go. I'll pick this up tomorrow night.
0: You're gonna be blessed. You're about to be blessed beyond measure.
1: And a part of the challenge is we've forgotten God. And it's he that's given us the power, the ability to get wealth. Why is he giving us wealth? Because we we forget him because we don't even understand the assignment. And he says, tell them I'm talking to them about their money because I've got a greater assignment for you. When God begins to talk to you about a seed, it's because he's got a harvest on his mind. When God begins to talk to you about your money, it's because he's got a harvest on his mind. And there are some of you under the sound of my voice. You're saying, prophet, I'm tired of being broke. I'm tired of being broken. I'm tired of being stuck right here. I don't want to be in violation of the covenant anymore. Who am I talking to? I need to join with God. I need to join forces with God. I need to join forces with God. Let me tell you what happens. He brings us into a wealthy place. And when we get into that place, lack, there is no lack in our lives. Why? Because he needs resources ready and available for whatever his assignment is. Huh? I said he needs resources ready and available. (laughs) Ha! Shakalabasaya. For whatever his assignment is. And there are some of you right now, you're saying, prophet, that's me. I'm like Ruth. I need to commit. I, I, I was committed. I need to recommit. Come on here. I need to recommit to the assignment. Glory to God. I need to recommit to the assignment. Glory to God. Let's look at Psalm 105 real quick. Give me about two, five more minutes. I got to finish this. Psalm 105, 37. He, the Lord, brought them, the children of Israel, forth, also with silver and gold. I tell you, God will not bring you out without bringing you in. Not only does he bring you out, glory to God, but he doesn't bring you out empty-handed. Hallelujah. The also of God's blessing. Hallelujah. There was not one feeble person among their tribes. Glory to God. I want you to look at the chronological order here in this verse. What did the Lord talk about first? He didn't talk about non-feeble first, he talked about wealthy first. Hallelujah. Wealthy people first. The Bible says He brought them out, He brought them forth also with silver and gold. Then He talked about the conditions of his body. Hallelujah. Notice hallelujah that God didn't just bring them out. He brought them forth with something. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you somebody tonight needed to hear this that not only you're coming out, but you're not coming out empty handed. God's going to bring you out with silver and gold. God's going to bring you out. That's a good place to close right there. God's going to bring you out with silver and gold. God's going to bring you out with something special. He's going to bring you out with greater. You're not coming out empty handed. You're not coming out with tears. You're coming out of this uh, with victory. You're coming with more than victory. You're coming with a blessing. Whatever you do, don't you walk out empty handed. Walk out with the favor of God. Walk out with physical vitality. Walk out with financial vitality. Why? Because when God brings you out, uh, he gives you the resources you need to, to access the next level. And I want you to know God is saying tonight, there are some people tonight that are ready to come out. There are some people that are ready to come out. And he says, not only are they ready to come out, but you need to gather your bags. You need to gather yourself. You need to position yourself to receive tonight because you're not only coming out, you're coming out with something in your hand. And I decree and declare tonight that you're coming out with something in your hand. You will not come out empty handed. Come on here, prophet. You will not come out empty handed. I decree and declare that the silver, that the gold that you need to find is getting ready to find you so you can get to the next level. There are some of you tonight under the sound of my voice. I want to invite you to partner with God as we take this gospel, this word. The Lord has called me in this season to be a financial deliverer, to to speak the voice of the kingdom, to be a kingdom economist, to educate you on what it means to prosper. Why? Because as long as you don't know, ignorance of God's laws is not bliss. It's hurting you. You're destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. And there are some of you tonight under the sound of my voice. I hear the Lord say that there are some of you. You're going to sow a Psalm 105, seed. Hmm. You're going to come out. But not only are you coming out, you're coming out with silver and gold. Yes. You're saying, prophet, that's me. I want to come in partnership with God. I'm going to partner with this work. You're going to sow a psalm 105, 37, 105 and 37 cents, One hundred and thirty. $105 and 37 cents. I release you to go to outrageousliving.org right now and sow that seed. You're saying, I'm partnering with God tonight. I'm believing I'm coming out with my hands up. I'm coming out with the victory. I'm coming out with more grace, uh, more joy, more truth the eyes of my understanding are going to be enlightened and God is going to walk me into my wealthy place. Some of you are saying, prophet, I need to access the wealthy place. I need to sow my seed to help me navigate there. Get that Psalm 66 and 17 seed in your hand. Why? Because God says you've been through the fire, you've been through the water, but you're about to go to a wealthy place. And I decree and declare tonight that as you partner with God, as you sow your seed, wealth and riches are going to be in your house. I don't know who you are, but you're going to get the 105.37 or the 66.17 or your very best gift tonight. Get it in your hand right now. Your very best gift may be $50. It may be $500, but you need to get it in the ground and partner with God tonight. Why? So that he can unlock his plan. See, when he reveals his plan, that, that means he's about to release his resources. God only releases his resources after he reveals his plan. And I believe there's an abundance of resources getting ready to hit your life to maximize, to maximize the plan of God in this season. Our Father and God, I thank you for this very moment in time. I thank you for this word. I thank you that it was anointed. God, as we have heard this, as we hear this series, I thank you that money is getting ready to manifest all over your people. Hallelujah. money is going to manifest for your people. We decree it and we declare it that wealth and riches shall be in their house. We decree and we declare that God, that silver and gold, shall be their portion. They'll never be broke another day in their life, but they're going to move from the land of not enough, from the land of just enough, to the realm of more than enough and overflow, that they'll have enough seed in their hand to underwrite every kingdom endeavor that you've planned for them. I thank you for... That that, that that many are the plans of a man's heart. But God, is your plan that prevails. And tonight the enemy will not prevail against them. But God, you will prevail through them. And your kingdom will be enlarged. Because we partnered with you. In Jesus' name. I invite you right now. I cannot make you give. I can only give you an opportunity to sow into something that's going to allow you to partner with God. In this end time harvest of souls, people are being saved every day. And because of your seat, we're making a maximum impact around the world for Jesus Christ. I want you to go right now and release your seed in the ground. Don't give, but I want you to sow. I want you to sow. I want you to sow and expect a hundredfold return on every seed that you sow. Get that 105.37. Get that 66.17. Get your very best gift in the ground. Get that $1,000. There are still a few people that need to sow that $1,000 seed. Gerda got to break the back of poverty off of their life. If you partner with God, He's going to partner with you. He's going to partner with your brand. He's going to partner with your family. I told someone earlier, I said, sow a seed for your family. Sow a seed for your children because every seed, make your seed generational so that you can get a harvest in your life. I love you. I'm praying for you. I'll see you next time. Go to outrageousliving.org. Sow your seed. I'm going to go into a time of prayer. Glory to God, I'm going to be praying for you. I'm going to birth your harvest in the river of the spirit. And we're going to come together. I'm believing God right now. That as your, I see that seed, I see that seed. As your seed is sown, something powerful is going to break in your life.
0: Be blessed.